This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. That is Jason Derulo in the background there. All courtesy of Bonolo. Good morning, Katakon, to the listeners. Bonolo is here, guys. Bonolo is here in studio with us uh, this morning. It's an exciting one. So you could feel it uh, at the top there with that song from Jason Derulo, Talk Dirty, uh, featuring uh, Two Chains, uh, courtesy of Bonolo. Uh, She was dancing in the studio. Uh, It was an exciting one. And uh, yeah, it's so lovely. Always nice uh, to see Bonolo and to speak to Bonolo. And she's spending uh, time with us uh, this morning, uh, hanging out uh, with us all the way to uh, 2.30 just uh, yeah we oozing into her energy you know grabbing into gravitating towards her young wisdom as well a lovely spirit to be around and I love the fact that she's a philanthropist as well Uh, just wears a lot of hats uh, uh, young as she is and we're looking forward to having Bonolo on the show with us uh, this morning Bonolo uh, good morning Uh, how are you doing? Good morning Katlechon good morning to the listeners I'm ecstatic and the song that just played (laughs) made me even worse I'm just so Glad ah. to be here. It's so nice. It's been a while. It's been a long while. It's yeah, nice no. And, and you actually really just thrusted it, uh, thrusted us into the spirit of a Friday, the way then we tend to see the energies going up, but we tend exactly. to see people, uh, you know, positioning themselves to party. Uh, we inching towards the festive season as well. I'm not sure if you're still writing your exams or you're done. I'm finishing it, today. You you see, I'm finishing so. today, so I'm celebrating. <laughs> you know, show that energy are ready. Yeah. And Niceness. Yeah, I, mean, I am still young. So. An opportune moment. I love. I love the fact that you always embrace the fact that you are a young soul. You're a right young spirit, and uh, we love it. We won't limit you. Uh, uh, that will be us doing an injustice to uh, a, the young person that you are. Uh, still dynamic, Bonolo. Uh, how, how do you uh, keep on uh, keeping on? Uh, you know, young as you are, and uh, you know, continue wearing all of these caps uh, and and just uh, soar as we've seen you uh, doing. Uh, let, let's maybe start by also finding out how's the soup kitchen uh, because uh, I would like to tell our listeners that the first time I met Bonolo it was through her soup kitchen uh, there in Alex I was at home they catered for us and then uh, we had a taste of her soup kitchen the community came it was a, a nice one uh, uh, how's the soup kitchen going and I think that was about what two years or two three years ago yes it was mm. and it was load shedding yeah and everything <laughs> was happening but we pushed through yeah well Katlech, I'm Katlech, I'm gonna be honest the soup kitchen didn't really go as well as planned this year because mm. with sponsors and funding because it's not like when I was still in primary where I was a minute walk away from home mm. so running it's even a, it's it's an even it's a it's a tougher challenge because mm. now I have to walk 30 minutes from my home to my new school mm. high school and now I need the lunch money now I can't sacrifice it all the time for soup kitchens mm. because in the beginning of the year Nikki I used to use a transport so it cost about 380 which is almost more than I use for the soup kitchen because the soup mm. kitchen if you recall That's I used 300 300 right mm, my mm. lunch money so now it was more of a challenge because um, with AGT Foods which I thank them for the sponsor there's still no sponsor for bread from the beginning until now so it's trickier to purchase bread mm. especially with the funding going low and that were low on sponsors and another the bad thing that happened I didn't do it as much this year because we had a weevil infestation in the split piece oh yeah 
and the spices. I think it's the changing weather or whatever. Mm. Weevils are these little bugs that go into maize, Sam mm. spices, etc. So they invested like I think two of the bags, which is about two hundred kg, because mm. I think they give me like ten kg, twenty kg, but it's a really big bag. So I can say this year it didn't go as planned, mm. but it went a little bit well for the first few weekends, three weekends I think, because the bread sponsors, the infestation of the weevils and all of that was a really big challenge. Mm. So I think if it was to go well this year or next year is when I actually have the right sponsors, permanent yep. sponsors and right funding. Because now yeah. I can't sacrifice that lunch money because now I need it, not just mm. for transport, but for lunch as well, mm. going to school. Because last year it was one minute walk away, now mm. it's 30 minutes. Yeah, no, I, I mean, also, I love the fact that you're so honest about uh, the struggles where uh, processes of issues of philanthropy are concerned because uh, we saw you doing it uh, just at your expense, at your mercy, at your uh, really uh, uh, advantage in terms of the, what you were, you were gathering as well, uh, coming from your, your lunchbox money. And we saw you as well just getting assistance from Mama as well. Uh, the family was just railing behind uh, you uh, finding yourself in uh, this particular space. Maybe let's uh, throw it out there uh, for uh, people to really uh, rally behind the work that you're doing uh, so that next year we get the best out of uh, the uh, you know soup kitchen uh, so you can push the philanthropy work and change lives uh, there in Alex. Well, what do you need? How do we direct people to, to your uh, you know page or to your work uh, so that we can uh, really revive and uh, keep uh, the uh, soup kitchen alive? Well, with keeping the soup kitchen alive, I can say that if people want to get in touch with me mm. or my mother, they can go to Facebook, Instagram, Ambonolo Mwashudi. My mother is Debo Homo Fajaj or Debo Mwashudi. Mm. They can contact her or me and then they can help with sponsors. So I think what I'm going to plan for next year, yeah. if I'll be getting permanent sponsors and the right help that I actually can keep the soup kitchen going through any challenges, it's a, maybe a small fridge for the meat bones mm. and another compartment for the soup soup kitchen split peas because I don't want another bag infestation in mm. the split peas and another thing bread sponsors I keep mentioning that one because honestly I feel like the soup kitchen could run smoothly but if it had bread because the children don't um, get satisfied enough when they don't have the bread because they keep coming for more and it's not as appetizing as, as it is with bread mm. so I think with bread it would be very helpful and that maybe that small meat locker fridge thing mm, yeah. for the meat bones and then a cupboard or wherever you keep your split peas and mm. where I can avoid getting them infested and mm. if because load shedding is still with us and I'm yeah. very sure that with challenges that are happening it's going to be with us for a very long time so maybe if I could get that gas stove and yeah that would be very well because mm. I could even make it with um with gas because you see remember last time there was no there was load shedding load shedding as well when I was there at home mm, so yeah. it would be easier so I think then it would be easier to run it even if with other challenges that are coming ahead yeah. but other than that I think that's all I need to keep it alive even through the challenges that are going through bread sponsor mm. meat locker and maybe a gas stove then I'll be settled Let, let's remind our listeners of why you started the soup kitchen to begin with and how much of an impact uh, it was making there in uh, the community of Alex uh, what, 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 how, what was the cycle who were your targets and really how uh, impactful would it be uh, with you just reviving it next year uh, so that we appetize the sponsors to really rally behind your work 
Well, as I've said previously, it started when I wanted to make a soup kitchen for kids who couldn't get food after school, especially mm. during lockdown when there are certain feeding schemes that were near their homes closed. So that's when I decided, no, let me do this for them because at that time I had the power and I wanted to do it and I felt like I was helping a lot of kids mm. because there's a lot of my peers out there who have a lot of siblings at home who are younger, yeah. just as all of us do, who are as disadvantaged, more unprivileged than I am. Mm. So I'm like, okay, with the little that I have, let me help because I know what it's from the goodness of my heart. Yeah. I've always loved philanthropy and it's something that I could do. So if I could get sponsors, I'd be like, you're not just helping kids around my community. I really feel like it would grow, you know? Mm. It could go into other townships. It could go into other places as well because yeah. I'm sure that the situation that our kids are going through, it's not just my community. It's all communities around the nation and everywhere else. Mm. So our sponsors, I'd be like, there's a lot of kids I've seen who need that food, who need that support, and they're so grateful. It breaks my heart to see, to have to give them soup without bread or have to turn them back a certain weekend. Or no, I can't open today. I don't have bread. Mm. Like They come with their lunch boxes ready to dish up yeah. in a line, and it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> so I I honestly think that if I was to get sponsors, I would do it every weekend because that's how I would do it, honestly, because they don't take it as it's a winter snack, it's whatever. Yeah. To them, it's a meal. Like, mm. I was so shocked when parents and kids are like, Bunalo, when's your soup kitchen opening? I'm like, it's summer. You guys can have soup <laughs> I, I mean, you've also helped it's parents hard. as well uh, that were mm. going through the most and uh, they actually took your soup kitchen as the a little bit of a shield uh, where uh, then uh, we see all of these gaps tend to exist. So I would really encourage people to rally behind uh, the work that you're doing, especially around the soup kitchen uh, because there was greater impact uh, there. Uh, we see you then moving and transitioning Bonolo into the high school environment. Uh, you're no longer a, a grade 7 Lena. You are now moving into uh, this particular uh, space. Uh, it just give us a sense of how, how was the transition? How has it been uh, so far? You're in the middle of your exams. You're writing your uh, last exam. Uh, just, just give us a sense of uh, how has it been? Uh, do you miss primary school or do you reckon that it was time uh, that you find yourself in this particular space? Honestly speaking, I've always told myself that when it comes to growing up, you must have a certain mentality and prepare yourself. Mm. I'm that kind of child who's like, I leave room for disappointment just so that I don't get disappointed. And that's been working so well for me. You mm. know? So with high school, academically, I'm not struggling. And I'm so glad because I always prepare myself. I always study. I'm the kind of bookworm, mm. that kind of little nerd geek, you know. <laughs> so honestly speaking, I can say with high school, I can say the only challenge is it's a little bit of bullying. Because honestly, bullying hasn't stopped. And I'm still raising awareness on that with other organizations as well. Mm. So it's just the bullying and other kids who haven't been treating me nicely from the beginning of the year. But academically, I've been thriving. I'm mm. really glad. And the only time I can say I've dropped is when like the bullying actually got to me and I couldn't actually take it anymore. Mm. But honestly, academically, I'm thriving and I'm actually glad in my environment. Especially now that I've dealt with the bullying. Mm. And I can say with primary, it's been like that throughout my primary until high school life. I've been thriving academically, mm. not much socially. 
Yeah, I, I love the fact that you're one person that leaves that room for disappointment and you're saying that uh, you are an advocate for bullying because it is such a, a hot topic right now in high schools, in primary schools where you're seeing even young people taking their lives. In the first hour of the show, I was talking about uh, this young uh, person, of Sombata, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from Tokoza, who took his life uh, because he was being dissed around his sexuality. And just at, tw- at 12 years, more or less your peer, uh, so you you can see that uh, there's a lot that needs to be done in terms of raising awareness around uh, what, what happens in the schooling environment and how then uh, kids also need to act a, a little bit kinder uh, to each other uh, because we are not from the same backgrounds, we're not from the same experiences mm-hmm. and the likes. And that's uh, the diversity uh, that tends to make us a beautiful uh, you know, being in terms of this grouping, uh, really uh, in terms of uh, the gaps that still exist in the schooling environment what have you picked up you've mentioned bullying uh, what have what have you picked up that you would say that uh, there's a greater sense of need and urgency uh, to intervene where this is concerned so that it doesn't hamper progress around these young ones well Katia, one thing i've realized and that i've been seeing throughout high school from mm. the beginning of the year, our parents our parents don't realize that um our mental health is also very important mental health of kids mental health of adults it differs yes but it's still the same as long as you're going through something mentally it's gonna affect you and Mm. i'm very positive of that i'm not even thinking i know because with the research i've done mental health it affects you physically socially your self-esteem with life orientation it's shown me a lot of things Mm. so what i've seen that neglect um peer substance use drug availability, child neglect, abuse at home. It, it it has a lot of factors. I can say bullying, substance abuse, it has a lot of factors and it comes from a lot of places. Whether your mother or father wasn't there for you or you went through certain situations and how it affects you mentally. Mm-hmm. So what I've seen is that parents tend to think, no, kimwana. What? stress? You're too young for that. stress at your age. You're playing and having fun. But what they don't realize is that it's not just stress. The mm. fact that I can't talk to my mom about this, it hurts and it affects them. The fact that I can't talk to my dad about this because I see that with a lot of my peers, my friends, me, whatever, all of those kids, they have that thing. Why don't you tell your mom about this? No, I'm not going to talk to my mom about this. I know she's going to say this. We're not supposed to know what you're going to say. We're not supposed to know your reaction. We're not supposed to know, no, she's going to yell at me, then she's going to beat me, then she's going to do this, then she's going to do that. Mm. So what I realized, I want to just say to parents, do sit down with your child. Yeah. Sit down with your daughter, your son, your children. Ask them, what's wrong? Talk to me. And leave that open space. I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to understand. Because yeah. immediately when parents release that rage, anger, disappointment, comparison, the more we shield away and the more we push ourselves away from our parents. And I've seen that with a lot of my peers from school to home. They're like, no, my mom is going to do this. My mom is going to say that. That's why I'm never going to talk about this. That's why I'm never going to do that. Yeah. They push themselves away not because they want to it's because they're afraid of your reaction mm. what i've seen with mental health and psychology is that your reaction your response it's the push and pull factor yeah. you know the push and pull factor doesn't doesn't just work with economics as well mm. it works psycholog- psychologically mentally i know okay if i say that she's gonna do this it's a push factor if i say this gonna it's a pull factor you know mm. so what i just want to say to parents is that take the time to sit with your child no matter the situation, no matter the topic, 
I think another thing is that 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 um stereotype of no we can't talk about this you're still too young. Yeah. I mean I that I can honestly say I salute right now. So right now sit down with your daughter tell her the consequences of doing 1231231233. Sit down with your son tell them the consequences mm-hmm. of doing certain things because some of them they don't know and then you're shocked or when they experience on their own then you're like oh my god how could you do this I told you not to do this. It's because no saduliliana. Do you truly know your child as much as you say you do? That's a question I have for parents. Like, do you truly know your child as much as you say you do? Do you know who at school? What do they say to their friends or how to how they're actually feeling? Yeah. So I'm just saying, take that time, sit down with your child and talk to them. And before you react, get how they're feeling, how they're thinking, and why they feel that way. Before yeah. you react to, oh my gosh, this, 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 this. And what I'll say to parents, as a child of my age, a lot of us kids... And a lot of your kids, as as much as you don't know it, your reaction in certain things and in your reaction in everything. There's mm. something you're like, oh my God, my mom, so, or I don't like when my dad does this, but I don't want to tell because it's disrespectful to tell an adult what do I do because whatever, I understand. Mm. That was how they were raised, of course. You know? Yeah. But honestly, yeah. you should have that time or sit down with your child and get to talk to them. Because honestly, in- intentional parenting. Exactly. Yeah, intentional parenting. And, and that is something that we're getting from a young one uh, who's uh, giving us uh, the lowdown of how then parents should actually move in terms of these space of supporting uh, their young ones and being able to pick up uh, when uh, there's something that they're going through. Uh, she's given all of us uh, that uh, opportunity to say, sit down with your young one, ask them, what's up? You know what I mean? And uh, don't in any way ask, uh, expecting, having expectations of wanting to yell and the likes, uh, but just to get a sense, a greater sense of understanding of what uh, the young one is going through uh, where these uh, particular spaces are concerned. So we're seeing you uh, moving into the high school space. You're still a philanthropist. Uh, you are one person that is a broadcaster and now as well, an exciting uh, just a time where uh, that is concerned. Let us <laughs> in on your journey uh, in the broadcasting space. Are you still with Alex FM? We see that you've also uh, joined the SABC platform as well. Well, for me, it's honestly all about weighing and balancing, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I still go to Alex FM because we do the shows on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, after I've studied, after I've written, then I have the weekend to do whatever. So, that's when I can go to Alex FM, save the children, we do all of that. Mm-hmm. And then with SABC, I go on Fridays. And we don't go every Friday because we all alternate, right? Yeah. So, I feel like it's not even affecting me academically and it's giving me enough time to prepare for it and for school and it's enough time to take a break in between. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm glad of how it's balancing and it's been quite a nice journey because I feel like with radio and TV I'm much more comfortable and mm. I feel like with radio and TV it's the same thing it's just that the listeners can't see me but on TV they can see what I'm doing but for me it's the same thing you're talking but on TV it's just that they can see your movements your facial expressions mm. and all of that but for me with radio and TV it's basically the same thing because I'm talking about news or I'm reading news and I'm just being me you know and expressing my passion and my talent and I'm I mean I'm, I'm, I'm on both right yes. and I often uh, get asked uh, the million dollar question which one is your favorite which one do you like the most and, and, and the likes and then I'll, I'll always be so confused because I get the same feeling uh, from both of them uh, but uh, someone will be like no there must be that one uh, mm. that you really gravitate towards and it gives you so much joy uh, do you 
do you have that or you're just an all-round broadcaster uh, that uh, really is enjoying the best of both at this point in time? I'm just like you guys. I always get the same question of how can you balance all of that? How Which one do you enjoy more? Mm. Well, I want to be like, I'm like, with me, <laughs> radio, it's nice. It's the, I get the same feeling just as you said because with radio, I get to express myself. I can mm. do whatever. I can stretch and talk and you won't even know the difference. Mm. But on TV, it's a little bit more stricter than that. But still, I'm still as free. I still get to talk. I still get to do the news as I've always done. Mm. And for me, I can't say I have a favorite because I find it as the same thing. Yeah. Best of both worlds. And if they ask me which is a favorite, I'm like both or media. Mm. I mean, it's all in the same category. <laughs> so no mixed masala then. <laughs> Let us in then, Bonolo, on the the, the long term, uh, you know, aspirations uh, where you are concerned. I mean, you are an academic person that is pushing uh, the academics here. You're balancing your philanthropy work. Uh, we're seeing you also uh, coming through very strong as a broadcaster of note, uh, someone that is really, <laughs> really one to look out for in this particular space. Uh, so, so, so give us a sense of uh, just your aspirations. Aspirations. Where, where do you see uh, these going and, and how do they actually all gel uh, together in the long run so we don't find you then maybe dropping your philanthropy work and continuing maybe being an academic or dropping the academics and going into, uh, you know, broadcasting and, and the likes. How do we harmonize them? Well, honestly, I can say again, it's all about balancing, right? Yeah. So with media or news and broadcasting, I'm not going to stop it because it's a passion that I've always adored from the age of 11. Yeah. So what I have for future aspirations right now, since I'm done writing by this Friday, yeah. today, tonight, I want to know who I'm going. I've already booked an appointment with our community pet shelter, SPCA. Oh, nice. So since I've been saying that I want to be a veterinarian because I love animals, I'm actually going to do job shedding. I'm like, Bonolo. Do you really want to do this? Am I going to be able to handle animal blood? Am I really going to be able to handle when an animal dies in front of me? Will I be able to handle the surgery? Will I be able to handle pet parents with all of that emotional stuff? So I will be going to SPCA as soon as I'm done writing to find out what do I still want to do that now? It's job shadowing. And as, as as long as I get to do any kind of job shadowing, I'm going to do it to see which career really suits me. So Horak Fitla, that grade 10 or 11 where I have to pick subjects, is not as tough. And it's not like um, this other girl I read about who wanted to be a, a pilot, but she ended up doing law. Mm. Or was it being a doctor? I can't recall. So mm. she ended up actually <laughs> But in the end, she became both. So I'm like, okay, if she can become both, why can't I become yeah. both? Yeah. So I still want to check it out okay will I actually be able to handle it it can't just be I love animals I want to be a vet mm. boom I must see her. will I be able to handle the challenges you know so with um media if I do choose not to do a vet I think I'll just continue with that honestly because I think I've already gained a lot of comfortability in it and I think studying for it will just be as easy because mm. as I've said I strive academically and I yeah. love my books I love my books more than anything uh. so honestly as long as I can weigh and balance then I'll be okay I love you the know? fact that you know you you're making room for all of them and you're making sure that in the end there is that positive talk mm-hmm. that I like about you because there's no negative there's no no I think maybe later on we will drop this you're talking about the possibilities and how they all just tend to become one thing but I must say it's your oyster if you can mm-hmm. do all of them do all of them if you can be an academic a humanitarian a, a, a philanthropist and everything mm-hmm. else 
just go at it because it's your oyster. Your energy is so amazing. You're young as well. So you're spoiled for choice where all of these opportunities are concerned. I have Z who's calling us from Centurion who wants to engage hey. this morning with us around, you know, our, our sit down, what we're having, hanging out oh, with course. you this morning. And then Z seems to really be impressed about what you're pointing, especially around issues and the gaps that lie or exist within the parenting space. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Z, uh, good morning. Welcome to uh, the Power Zone. Bonolo is here uh, with us uh, this morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Uh, the, um, Z, how are you doing? Good, good. Um, I'm listening through. I've been. Yeah. A, I, a, my uh, Power FM is, is the family. Mm. Um, hey, I'm so emotional. Yeah. <laughs> I was emotional um when we were talking you were guys talking about uh, the the little one that had to commit suicide mm. um being mocked and whatever uh, I wanted to comment but <clears throat> I, I I couldn't get the yeah I mean time to call mm. but uh, with this um, um, think of uh, saying, hey, this one looks like this, this one looks like this. The person that you have <clears throat> in front of you or in studio or, or through the comb mm. uh, is terrible. And it starts when we are growing up. Mm. Yeah. I will tell you where... where Nababen Bizen fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the bullying that tend to exist within this space. Yeah, because I had the uh, forehead. Mm. Uh, yeah. But with with mercy <coughs> of God, mm-hmm. maybe my body grew up yeah. more than the forehead. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> then there was I a balance, I, a, a now, bit of now, a balance now I there. Don't see, because I was using that forehead to, to, to fight the people who were bullying me. Mm. Yeah, mm. I was fighting off the people who were bullying me off my big forehead. But now I'm doing my PhD at University of Pretoria, ah, ah, <laughs> and ah. the people who are. <laughs> way, way, mocking me. <laughs> I was going to ask you, where are they now? But also, when you look at it, uh, you know, people tend to be mocked around the things that they can't control. Uh, if your yeah. forehead is like that, well, what do you do? And, and it, it becomes uh, that uh, little bit of a weakness and a challenge that they always uh, throw at you so that whenever you go and you're in your space and it, it overwhelms you when you think about it or you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, you see all of these things that they're saying, uh, which is uh, something that uh, really, really uh, is so unfortunate because you can't do anything about it. And, and Bunolo also and, wants to weigh in here. And especially, sorry to interject, yep. and especially if you are coming from a very poor background. Mm. I'm so impressed. I was listening to this um, um, guest that you are having. She mm. speaks very eloquent English and she's going on and I can't <laughs> really grasp on <laughs> what she's saying. And I'm asking the people who were going on and on and doing all sorts of things, where are they? Mm. 
what are they doing for their life? Yes. If we can go back and say, hey, you, you are sitting there. You were saying this to me. But uh, I'm not that ugly. I'm a very <laughs> handsome. Um, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bragging. But I, I, lo- I love. Um, I love the fact that all of these, uh, you know, happenings really positioned you uh, to be strong and to tend to embrace and see yourself in greater light. And you see, uh, as we grow, we tend to become uh, even better beings uh, because you're saying that there was a balance. Your body grew up, and then you are. Uh, you are now everything. <laughs> everything just balanced. Uh, so well. Yeah, so. Yeah, but Nolo also wants to talk to you, um, Z. Okay. Mm, you know, one thing I just wanted to make clear to parents and everyone out there, mm. children's mm. mental health matters. And I really feel like as much as people, as much as adults focus on other adults' mental health mm. and how people are, I, I really feel and I really wish that they could give the same attention to children's mental health. That's the first thing I'm going to say. And with bullying, what I do for myself, mm. I always look in the mirror, give myself positive affirmations and raise my self-esteem and tell myself positive things about myself every day. And I always know God has a plan for me. And it always and it's always said that God helps those who helps themselves, right? So that's why I'm doing all of this. So God, hampa that future of mine. I've already helped myself and he'll just decide for me or he'll help me pick. That's why I'm making sure I have all my options open. And with bullies, one thing they don't understand, we can't control puberty. We're all going to go through it and our bodies develop differently Mm. so one thing bullies don't understand is that you can't control how your body's gonna look you can't control anything about it's hormones you're gonna grow up like that (coughs) and you're gonna change of course and i can't change that so what i've done like if someone mocks me about my height or my body weight or whatever i just tell them i'm beautiful like that God mm. created me that way. What do you expect me to do? I, I, in other words, I'm saying the way I was born <laughs> is a mistake. Yes. But others, they have, they have a tendency of taking it out with rage and mocking them in a, in, in a, an, with yeah. another feature they have. Mm. So what I'm just going to say to my peers out there is that I know it's going to be hard. And I won't lie to you, especially to the primaries who are going to high school next year. Mm. High school isn't going to be easy. You're going to mm. face challenges. You're going to face bullies. Academically, you might not be as thriving as others, but you must work through it and talk with your parents. And parents, please don't forget to talk to your children. I mean, children's mm-hmm. mental health matters, mm-hmm. and there's so many more topics I'd like to discuss. Mm-hmm. But time's not on our side uh, tonight, uh, you know. Now I'm getting the name Bonolo. I don't know how many people will speak to you. I mean, will, will speak like you. Mm. Ah, who are normal people? <laughs> Being seen normal. Mm. Um, uh, mama, eh, I, I don't want to speak too much. Yeah, we, we, we need uh, a world multiplied. I yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, you, you get to teach to people and then uh, if they don't see things mm. the way Bonolo, even, even her eloquence. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But uh, uh, thank you very much yeah. for this program and uh, bringing her. Uh, 
on board. You know, especially uh, with what is, uh, has happened. Yeah, Mzi, that was a hard one. Uh, but uh, I love the fact that she was giving nuggets of wisdom to parents, uh, to young ones as well, in terms of how to navigate this and to even bullies as well, uh, to say that, uh, you know, uh, I mean, your days are numbered, if we have to put it that way. Yes. Uh, but but uh, really, <laughs> I, I want to let you go, Mzi, with uh, this quote uh, coming okay. through from okay. Abena on X, okay. saying that our greatest weakness lies in giving up. Uh, the most certain way to succeed is always uh, trying one more time and keeping uh, pushing on. Uh, so so this is what you did, Mzi. You are now uh, there at, at the University of Pretoria and you didn't give up even when all of these people were throwing uh, all of this negativity unto you. So that, that is the greatest gift and you must nurture it. Let's let's move it to the young ones uh, and, and, and teach and them I've how been, to survive. I've been with, with different universities mm. and uh, I'm, I'm still continuing that I'm teaching in others. Ah, ah I yeah, know. Sure. Uh, keep on, yeah. man. You are our inspiration and thank you very much for the call. All right. Well, uh, so, so Mzee calling us there uh, from Centurion. Uh, Bonolo, yeah, you, you, I was saying that there should be a Bonolo multiplied uh, because of the fact that there's a lot of people warming up to you. Uh, and mm-hmm. let, let, let's please do it again soon. Uh, just catch up, uh, sit down, and more or less just ensure that we, nice we guide the young ones, uh, we push young ones. We're going into a, a, a season whereby they'll be getting uh, their exam results, uh, they'll be getting uh, the matriculants as well, are uh, anxious. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. also we should create that uh, space where uh, we tend to just more or less yes we we give them that space to say you're not alone Uh, as much as you're experiencing anxiety and the likes there's also someone else who's going through that very same thing so how do we actually come together uh, to help move and you are loved you know Mm. what I mean you're not alone Uh, those uh, sense of affirmation I have to let you go Uh, you know for Mm. the sake of time it was amazing and and we love you so much and appreciate you so much here uh, on the show how do people follow your work uh, you know in terms of uh, those that maybe also will want to continue with the conversations or tap into your wisdom some more how do uh, they inbox you how do they ensure that they're really behind a brand of Bonolo Mahlud let me just say thank you so much for today and mm-hmm. to anyone who wants to follow me or keep in touch it's Bonolo Mahlud Murari Misty on TikTok or Bonnie B Bon Bon if you want to talk, contact my mother on Facebook it's Debo Mofa Judge on Facebook it's Bonolo Mwashudi and anyone else on, on Instagram it's also Bonolo Mwashudi I don't change it to anyone who wants to keep contact but thank you so much to the listeners of Power mm. FM and this opportunity thank you so much but from me Miss B Murara Miss Simo Ashudi Adi Bonnie B Bon Bon it's goodbye ah, it's out. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bonolo Mwashudi and we're just gonna uh, say goodbye to her thank you very much you've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts